Well, we're wrapping up a series today called The Right Stuff. The Right Stuff. And throughout this series, we have been learning how to experience the success God desires for our lives. We, we have learned that successful people have the right stuff and unsuccessful people don't. Successful people have the right plan. We've talked about that, the right path, the right priorities, the right people. And today we're going to talk about how successful people have the right place. People's Church, I'm going to tell you what I want to talk about right up front. I want to give you the thrust of my message because it's so important. People's Church, here's what I want to talk to you about. You can't just be in any place and experience the success that God has for your life. There are right places and wrong places. And people who live a successful life, they understand that the place matters. Successful people are focused on living in the right places. The place matters. And I want to begin this message by giving you several biblical examples because I need this to sink into your heart because I want you to live a successful life. Let me give you some examples. Second Kings chapter 5. Verse number 10, it says, Elisha sent a messenger to say to him, this is Naaman, go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan, the Jordan, and your flesh will be restored and you will be cleansed. So the prophet of God told Naaman, and, and Naaman had leprosy, this disease called leprosy, that if he would go to the Jordan and dip seven times, he would be healed. So, so Naaman couldn't just go to any body of water and be healed. He had to go to the Jordan. The place matters. He also had to follow God's instructions and dip seven times in the Jordan. He had to go to the right place and he had to follow God's instructions. And people's church, God has instructions for you in every area of your life that's laid out for you in God's word. And if you're going to experience God's best blessings, if you're going to experience the success that he has for your life, you have to follow his instructions for every area of your life. Verse 11 goes on to say this, but Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. So, so now Naaman is upset because God's not blessing him in the way he thinks he should. He, he wants God to bless him how he wants to be blessed. You've been there before. He says this in verse 12, verse 12, this is what Naaman said, are not Abana and Parfar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed? So he turned and went off in a rage. Here's what Naaman says. Can't I go to any body of water I want to and be blessed? The waters in Damascus are even better than the waters here. Can't I just go there and be blessed? So, so he wants to go wherever he wants to go and be blessed by God. And then it goes on to say in verse 13, Naaman's servants went to him and said, my father, if the prophet had told you to do some great, some great would, would you not have done it? How much more then when he tells you wash and be cleansed? So he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times as the man of God had told him and his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young boy. So, so, so Naaman, he went to the right place. He obeyed God's instructions and he was healed. People's church, the place 
matters. Following God's instructions matters. The place matters. And I want you to catch this because a lot of Christians don't understand this. A lot of Christ followers do not understand how significant being in the right place really matters. There are right places and there are wrong places. Acts chapter 1 and verse 4 says, on one occasion, while he was eating with, Je- with them, Jesus, he, talking about Jesus, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift. This is talking about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. So if the disciples wanted to be a part of the initial outpouring of the Holy Spirit, they had to stay in Jerusalem in that upper room. Listen, tongues of fire did not happen everywhere. It didn't happen everywhere. It happened there in Jerusalem. They had to be in the right place to experience all that God had for their life. The place matters. Exodus chapter 3 and verse 10. God says to Moses, so now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Moses could not go to just any nation and deliver just any people if he wanted God's hand with on his life. He had to go to Egypt and and deliver the nation of Israel. The place matters. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 2. Then the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with his kings and its fighting men. God told Joshua and Israel to go to Jericho and to march around those walls. They couldn't just march around any walls. God said, I've given you the city of Jericho. And some of you know the story. They marched around those walls for, on, for, for seven times, on, on, on seven, for seven days, and those walls came tumbling down because they went to the right place. People's church, the place matters. Jonah got in a world of trouble with the Lord because he didn't go to the right place. Jonah chapter 1 and verse 1 says, The word of the Lord came to Jonah Son of Amittai, go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because his wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed toward, headed for Tarshish. And almost every person, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, knows the story of Jonah. He ended up in a horrific storm. And then he ended up in the belly of a large fish because he went to the wrong place because the place matters. I'm going to say it to you again, people's church. You cannot go wherever you want to go and be blessed by God. And I want to help you today to be in the right places in 2019 so that you can experience the success that God desires for your life. Success is found in the right places. But before I give you the right places, I want us to look at the story of Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 17. And here's what I want to do as we look at 1 Kings chapter 17. I want to show you four insights about the right places. Four insights about the right places. If you will get to the right places, I want to show you what will happen in your life. Four insights. Number one is this. The right place is a place of provision. A place of provision. There was a severe famine in this story we're going to read in 1 Kings chapter number 17. And the famine lasted several years. And Elijah, the prophet, he found himself in desperate need. He needed food. He needed water. And God spoke to Elijah, and he sent him to a place, a specific 
place. And you see this in 1 Kings chapter 17, and you can download the People's Church app on your device, and you can actually follow along with me, and the notes are there on the People's Church app. 1 Kings chapter 17 verse 2 says this, Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Leave here. Elijah, this is not the blessed place. This is not the right place anymore. Leave here, turn eastward and hide in the Kareth Ravine, east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook and I have and I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to Kareth Ravine, east of the Jordan and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening and he drank from the brook. Elijah went to the right place and God provided food and water. God used a raven to provide food for Elijah. A raven. Ravens are associated with death and darkness. They are known as a dirty bird. I mean, you know the Baltimore Ravens? They're known as dirty birds. And if you get to the right place, God can use a dirty bird to bless your life. You get in the right place, God will make the devil bless you. You get in the right place, God will make your enemies bless you. God can make a dirty bird bless your life. But you got to get in the right place place there's provision in the right place come on just ask those who are affected by the government shutdown that came to people's church today come on somebody provision is found in the right place and then in this story in first kings chapter 17 the brook dried up and god decided that Listen, Elijah, I'm not going to continue to take care of you through the ravens. I'm going to send you to another place. Elijah, the place matters. The place matters. You can't do whatever you want to do and have my blessings and experience my success. And so the scripture says in, uh, in 1 Kings chapter 17, I want to give you a second, a second, a second insight. And that is this. The right place is where you experience next level relationships. I'm sending you somewhere, Elijah. This brook is dried up. I'm sending you to another place. And the right place is where you experience next level relationships. And notice this inside in 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse 8. It says, then the word of the Lord came to him. Go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. And so Elijah went to Zarephath of Sidon and he, he arrived after this journey and he was hungry. And he saw this widow. And this widow woman had just a little flour, the story says, just a little oil. And she was making a, a last meal for her and her son. And she was planning to die because the famine, the drought was so severe. This is all she had left. And her life was coming to an end. And, and Elijah meets this woman right there. And Elijah and this lady, they were a godsend for each other. Elijah was a godsend for the woman, and the woman was a godsend for Elijah. You see, Elijah didn't have any flour or oil, but he had faith in God and his provision and his ability to provide. The woman had a little flour and a little oil, but she didn't have faith that God could sustain her with what she had. They needed each other to experience the success and the blessing that God had for their lives. And because Elijah was in the right place, 
There was a next level relationship. There was a win-win relationship. She had what he needed and she had what and he had what she needed. You see, when you're in the right place, you will find next level relationships that will take your life to new levels of success. Come on, everybody shout the right place. Yeah, you'll find next level relationships. I want to just quickly insert something into your heart. One of the right places where you're going to find next level relationships is in small groups. And today our small groups are launching our winter, spring semester starting today. Our lobbies, our lobby out there is set up and all of our lobbies at all of our campuses are set up. There's balloons out there and there's all different types of groups where you can go find a group because there are next level relationships for your life that are going to take you to new levels. Would you get in a group? It's the right place on Wednesday night at all of our locations. It's going to be a family night. We want to invite everybody to come. If you're not in a small group, come on Wednesday night at all of our locations, and we're going to have free pizza. Come on, we're breaking this fast right, somebody. Come on. We're going to have pizza in the house at all the locations, and you can come, and there'll be men's groups and women's groups and married groups and singles groups. You can come and find a group that's right for you. There'll be activities for your children. There'll be youth service happening for your students. Would you come this Wednesday night? Find a small group. Next level relationships are in the right place. For all of our young adults, I told you last week, but I got to repeat it again. This Thursday night, Recharge kicks off again. Would you come? There'll be free pizza for you. Would you come find some young adults, some next level relationships? So God can take your life to new levels. Listen, people, church, the right place, the right place is where you experience next level relationships. Number three is this. Number three is that there's a third insight that you have to see. The place matters. The place matters. Number three, the right place is a place of blessing. It's a place of blessing. Notice this in 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 15. It says, she went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day. Come on to all of our locations. Everybody shout every day. Every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. I want you to catch this. Elijah went to the right place and God supplied blessing after blessing after blessing. There was now a roof over Elijah's head because he was in the right place. And later on in that chapter, the woman's son, he actually died. And God used Elijah's prayer to raise him from the dead, blessing after blessing. And then day after day, God kept multiplying the little flour and the little oil so they could have food to eat every single day. You see, when you're in the right place, God can bless you even if you only have a little flour and a little oil. Let me remind you something about your God. He does not need a lot to work with. Some of you need to understand something. You may only have a little, but if you're in the right place, God can take that flour. God can take that oil. He can multiply and he can bless you right where you are. You just got to be in the right place. Oh, I'm preaching, man. You're shouting today, church. You get in the right place. He can multiply. You keep talking about, I don't have enough. You got enough if you're in the right place. You got enough if you'll trust in your God. You have enough. God can take what you have if you just be in the right place and follow his instruction. The place matters to God. Number four is this. Let me give you a fourth insight. A fourth 
inside. I don't know some of you that thought the rapture was taking place right then, but it's not. Amen. We're st I'm still here. Amen. Number four, number four, a fourth insight. The, the, the right place isn't always an easy place. I gave you the sugar first. Now it's time for the medicine of the word of God. Here's where a lot of people miss it. The right place isn't always an easy place. The place of provision, of next level relationship, of blessing is not always found in an easy place. Let me take it a step further. Oftentimes, the right place can be a challenging place. It's a place where you have to depend on God. Just ask Elijah. God sends the prophet to a brook and he's dependent on ravens to feed him every day. God, can't you find a better spot for a brother? No, I'm going to take care of you right here. You're in the right place. And then the brook dries up. And God sends him. He says, I want you to go to a widow in Zarephath. That's the right place for you. And Elijah gets to Zarephath and he sees the widow and, and, and he looks at the widow and, and he's hungry. He needs something to eat. And, and the widow lady, he sees her and she has a little flour. She tells him and just a little oil and she's making her last meal and she's planning on dying. And I can just imagine what's going through Elijah's mind. Huh? God, this is where you're sending me? He's thinking to himself, God, you must, me to, you must want me to go up the block where them wealthy people are because this woman, nothing to take care of anybody. And it was challenging. It was not the ideal circumstances. It was a place where he had to depend on God. But can I tell you, Elijah stayed at the right place, although it was a challenging place, although it was a difficult place. He was not with a wealthy woman. He was with a widow woman who had a little flour and a little oil. But it was the right place, although he had to depend on God every day. God blessed his life because he stayed in the right place. And people's church, if you want God to bless your life, you have to stay in the right place even when it's not easy. You see, too many people quit. They, they bail out. They stop being faithful to God and where God has placed them because of challenges, of difficulties. Listen, people's church, stay where God tells you to go. Stay in the right place. God graces us where he places us. I said God graces us where he places us. It may be challenging it may be difficult but stay where God has placed you stop wishing you were someplace else embrace and love where you are not where you're not love the spouse you got I didn't think I'd get enough amens on that one huh <laughs> love the kids you have not the kids you don't L love the house you have the apartment you have, the duplex you have, love the car you have. Be faithful to God even when it's challenging. And I'm telling you, just like for Elijah, God will bless your life. People have to learn to stay faithful to God in the right place. And the right place oftentimes is not an easy place, but it's the right place. And God will provide. He will give next level relationships. He will bless your life, but you got to stay. In the right place. And I know somebody's thinking to themselves right now, Pastor, I'm not sure if I'm in the right place. 
I got chaos happening. It's cray cray over here. I'm just not sure if I got the right job. I'm not sure. I'm, sure, I'm not sure if I'm in the right home. I'm, somebody's thinking, I'm not sure if I got the right husband. Stop that. You got the right one. You, I'm not sure if I got the right hobbies. I, I'm not sure if I got the right friends. Pastor, how can I know if I'm in the right place? I want to be in the right place. I know the place matters. How can I know if I'm in the right place? And I want to quickly share with you two right places to build your life on. These two right places will help you discover and discern all the other right places in your life. People's church, hear me. This is so critical. If you do not build your life on these two places, you will not be able to discern and live in the other right places that God has for your life. These two right places are foundational. Let me give you the two right places to build your life on. Number one is this, the secret place. The secret place. The secret place is simply this. It's a place where you find a, a, a private place to spend daily time with God. The secret place. You see, the secret place, it's the place where you learn the voice of God. You learn to hear his voice so you can be in all the right places that God has for your life. Spending daily time with God helps you to, to be able to discern all the other right places God has for your life. And people search hear me today. God's not trying to keep the right places from you. God's not playing hide and seek with you. He's not going... Come over here. Oh, I moved it. Ah, nope, nope. Oh, over here. Oh, you can't find it, can you? I know it's hard to find my will. It's hard, isn't it? He's not doing that to you. The reason people can't find the right place is because they have so much distance between them and God. They're not in the secret place. They don't know his voice. That They can't hear from him because they're not in the secret place to be able to hear his plans for their life. Luke chapter 5 and verse 16 says, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Even Jesus, the son of God, had a secret place where he spent time with his heavenly father. People's church, success comes from the secret place. Success comes from the secret place. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 6 says, but when you pray, Go into your room, close the door, secret place, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. The Bible says when you pray, not if you pray. You have to have daily time where you pray, where you worship, where you read the Bible. And I want to encourage you, people's church, to set a time aside every single day. And I encourage you every morning to pray, to worship, to read God's word. It's in the secret place where God speaks to you. It's in the secret place where you know his voice and you're able to discern his plan and the right places for your life. Where God's able to speak to your heart. And people's church, I want to encourage you. I do it every year would you give God the first 15 minutes of every day amen, amen. call it the first 15 would you give God the first 15 every day five minutes of prayer five minutes of worship five minutes and reading your Bible 
Five minutes of prayer, five minutes of worship, five minutes of reading your Bible. Get along with God in a secret place because success starts in the secret place. And if you will spend time with God, the scripture says it. I just read it to you. He says, well, God will see what is done in secret and will reward you. Success starts in the secret place. Number two is this. There's a a second right place to build your life on. And if you build your life on these two places, it'll be so much easier, easier to discern all the other right places God has for your life. Number two is this, the church. The church. If you'll build your life on the secret place and the church, God's house, all of these other places. The pastor, I don't know. I'm not sure. Should we? I don't know. I'm not sure. If you build your life on these two, You'll be able to discern all the other right places God has for your life. But if you neglect the secret place, if you neglect church in God's house, you're going to have a very difficult time trying to discern all the other right places God has for your life. That's why Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25, and let us not neglect our meeting together, church, God's house, as some people do. But encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. And I want to encourage you, people's church, don't neglect God's house. It's so key to your success. Lives are falling apart. Families are falling apart. Relationships are falling apart. Emotional and mental health are falling apart because God's house isn't a priority for many people anymore. And and people's church, God's house is so critical for the success of your life. It's in God's house where you hear the word of God preached and your faith grows. Romans chapter 10 and verse 7 says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God's house is so critical for your success. It's in God's house where you can experience freedom. John chapter 8 and verse 32 says you will know the truth. And every Sunday we're a Bible preaching church. We're going to preach the truth of the word of God. And you will know the truth and the truth will It'll set you free. But you got to hear the truth of the word of God, not the truth of your television. It'll set you free. It's in God's house where you experience the power and the presence of God in corporate worship that will change your life. Can I tell you, people's church, there's power when we come together and worship the Lord together and raise our hands together and sing praises of God to God together. Success starts on Sunday. Success starts on Sunday. I'm telling you, if some of you would start believing this and living it out, your 2019 is going to look so much different. Success starts on Sundays. And my heart grieves because so many people, and even God's people, they're trying to build their life on sports or build their life on playing golf or build their life on watching television, and, and, and they miss God's house. And then, and then we train our children to say, you can build your life. And listen, your child is not going to the NBA, Major League Baseball, or the NFL. I didn't think I'd get no amens there, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> Maybe one in our whole church. That's just, that's just statistics. You just bear them out. 
bro, may our kids and our grandkids have the foundation of a secret place and God's house, the church, to build their life on. So when the storms come, their life is built on the rock and not the sand. Success starts on Sundays. Psalm 92 and verse 13 says, plant it in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green. If you're planted in God's house, I didn't say a 10, I said planted. That's what your Bible says. Planted in God's house. Listen, you'll bear fruit your entire life. You need to be planted in God's house. That, that includes attending church faithfully, but not just attending church, but said, I mean, I'm going to go to growth track. Next Sunday, we start a brand new session, four-week class. Say, I'm going to go to growth track starting next Sunday. I'm not going to just attend. I'm going to be planted. On February 10th, say, I'm getting water baptized. I'm going to be planted. I'm going to go public with my faith and get baptized in water. I'm going to be planted. Get on the dream team and start serving every Sunday, serving every Wednesday, and get planted in the house of the Lord today. Find a small group. Start leading a small group. Don't just attend. Get planted in the house of the Lord. Planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish. And you say, Pastor, I expect you to say, come to church because you have to be here every week, so you just want us to come. I know you have some ulterior motives, and I can tell you, I don't. I love you so much. I pray for you all the time. And it breaks my heart to see people building their lives on a foundation that I know won't stand. And then they can't find the right places, and they're looking all around, like, I can't find it. I, I don't know. I can't find it. Because your life is not built on the secret place and the church of God. And if you will do that, all the other right places will be so much easier to discern. Success starts on Sundays. Success starts on Sundays being planted in God's house. Come on, everybody sit with me. Success starts on Sundays. Oh, we'll just say it like you mean it. Success starts on Sundays. Come on, say it again. Success starts on Sundays. Look at your neighbor and say, success starts on Sundays. Find your second choice and tell them success starts on Sundays.